I did all those hey girl messages. I had the scripts. We have to ditch the pitch. If you have a script, if you know exactly what you're gonna say to somebody, like should be, a, that's a red flag. You shouldn't because number one, like every conversation, every relationship is so unique and different. And if you are treating everybody the same, Hey, welcome to The Global Network. I'm Montana Valverde, a former professional dancer turned mindset mentor, and I am obsessed with all things self-growth, network marketing, health, and helping you tap into your personal power. Before we jump into the episode, be sure to click subscribe so that you never miss a minute of the show. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's dive in. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Global Network. Today's episode is super cool because it's actually a recording from a live video that I hosted with my friend Steph, who is also a network marketer. We hosted this on Instagram, and we actually talked about the do's and don'ts of building your business on social media, particularly IG, um, but a lot of the strategies that we share can also be uh, transformed over to TikTok as well. But I really enjoyed this conversation because it was really great to hear the perspective of someone who uh, just had different approaches to social media and um, especially inside of the network marketing industry. You've heard me say this before, but you are the only variable. You, you alongside your other fellow network marketers inside of your company, you all offer the same products, the same business opportunity, the same services, right? But you as the distributor, right? Or the market partner or the uh, consultant, however you refer to your role as in your company, you are the variable. And so especially if you're growing a business online inside of the social media space, this episode is going to be super, super powerful for you. Definitely share it with a friend as well too, who you feel like maybe is struggling right now growing their network marketing business online and they need a little bit of guidance or help. We dive super deep into the do's and don'ts, the things that work and the things that don't work when it comes to prospecting on Instagram, when it comes comes to creating reels, all that jazz. So make sure you go down to the link in the show notes to check out Steph on Instagram and myself if you want any kinds of reels tips or ideas or you just need inspiration. We're here to help support you. And uh, like I said, this episode was super, super fun. This video was really, really fun for me to make. So without further ado, here we go. The do's and don'ts of building your network marketing business on Instagram. This is Steph, you guys, and she is a literal genius. She's so brilliant, has so much insight, um, and just overall, like, I feel like you have so much knowledge on social media and, like, especially how to apply it to network marketing and kind of, like, the do's and don'ts of the industry, right? Like, I feel like we've seen over the years the things that are really beneficial for your business online and then things that, like, just don't really work anymore or that are, like, kind of, like, red flags, so thank you guys so much for popping on, tuning in. We hope you get some value. And by the way, please make sure you're dropping comments inside of the chat box there. If you have any questions for either of us, we're kind of just going to go back and forth, share our insight, ask questions, interview style, more like a conversation. So if you have questions about anything, um, please do not hesitate to reach out. So I was going to actually ask you, Steph, the first question, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, what would you say is like a really good thing to do when it comes to network marketing on social media? Okay, that's a very big question. And for me personally, like, I had to shift big time. From when I started my business almost five years ago, it was very different. So social media now is really about standing out. And it doesn't mean posting products all over the place, right? And you see a lot of brand new consultants or uh, brand ambassadors just 
posting products all the time, posting their sales and posting things that are not made by themselves and they're maybe company photos and stuff like that. And to me, I'm just like, I just skip over that stuff. If I, if I was just watching you and on your stories and talking and all you're sharing is your company and the product, I would just hit unfollow like right away, unless you were my friend and I've known you for a really long time. I'm just like, I'm just going to keep on skipping. So for me, right. I think that in order to stand out, you have to be different. You have to be really creative, especially right now. Yeah, I actually, I agree. And like the stock image thing was one of the first things I noticed when I stepped into the coaching space for network marketers. And here's the thing, you guys, that I think is really important to keep in mind. You alongside your fellow network marketers inside of your company and, um, you know, the people inside of your industry, you guys all share, especially your company, the same products, the same business opportunity, and you are the variable out of all of it. And so people don't just join companies anymore. They join people. They join brands. They want to be a part of something where they can feel inclusive, where, where they can connect with a human being. I feel like so much of um, the network marketing industry has unfortunately turned into transactional deposits, right? Like these just like immediate exchanges. And it's so much deeper than that, right? Like if you know you have a business opportunity that completely changed someone's life, you wouldn't just throw a stock image up on your Instagram and be like, hey, do you want to buy it? you'd want to connect with them and see if it was really something that they needed. So I think that that's a really great point. And if you guys are taking notes, make sure you write that down inside of your notebook and just keep it, keep it in the back of your mind when you go to create content. It's like, if I was my ideal customer, how would I want to view this? Or would I even look at this? Or would I just tap next or unfollow or, you know, skip over next story? Like, how is my ideal customer actually going to consume this? So I think that's a really, that's a really, really great point. Is there anything else you want to add on to that? Yeah. So what I do in those cases is I just jump on my stories and I do everything in the now. So if I'm making a biz, for example, I'm going to do that now and I'm going to share the benefit and I'm going to share, this is what I'm doing right now and why I'm doing it. And yeah. people relate to that and you don't have to show up perfect or have like a script ready and like all the things, yeah. say what you know and say what's working for you with that particular thing that you're doing. So that's really, really important is being relatable. Yeah. Being relatable and like being you. I just did a, um, Instagram or a podcast episode like today that I just released, by the way, you guys, so if you didn't get a chance to go check it out, definitely go check it out through the link in my bio. But I was talking about just like life unfiltered and how important it is for you to show up really authentic to you because so many of us are hiding behind like brands, right. And just not actually stepping up and being the face of it ourselves. And that's what people want to buy into. That's what people connect with. Like the stories that you have to share. I would say um, facts tell, but stories sell people on opportunities, on products, on things that they're interested in. They're going to buy it because of the experience that you had with it. So that's another thing to keep in the back of your mind as well, too. When you show up on this platform or any social media platform and you're building and scaling your business through it, like just remember that someone's going to watch this. And even if it's just one person's life that you can inspire or impact through your story or experience, like that adds up over time, you know? Um, so yeah, that was a really, uh, that was a really good response. Thank you for that. Do you have anything you want to ask me? <laughs> okay. So you train a lot on this. So mm -hmm. tell me your thoughts about asking people to join your business, how that transition and what that looks like and and how that should be like, what should you do now as opposed to what should you avoid based on before? 
I love this question. And for those of you watching, you work with me, you know exactly probably what I'm going to say right now. But first, I want to give you a little bit of context and timeline when we think of social media. We think of Instagram in particular, right? Because we're talking about Instagram here. Back in, I would say, anywhere from 2017 to 2019, the way that the ideal user or an average user on Instagram consumed content was like so different. It was so different um, the, to the way it is today, right? So we got a lot of video related content um, now. We have a lot more short form video, which Instagram is prioritizing. But back then, the traditional reach up methods that we used to use, AKA cold messaging, used to work for a lot of people, right? A lot of people would build their businesses through cold messaging with the hey girl message. Like that actually was a thing that people it used worked. to promote and it worked for people. But now fast forward past a pandemic when everybody was on their phones consuming content and network marketing started to become a household thing and people started to be a part of it more often and more consistently, it actually started to kind of, um, I guess, like damper the industry with those methods, right? Like those methods stopped working because people were expecting them, people became familiar with them. And so what a lot of people had to do was shift and pivot their approach. And many people did it and some people did. And so now, prioritizing building rapport, relationships, having a strong, engaged community. Those are the top things that are gonna allow you to actually um, like sell with the DMs and like connect with people and actually recruit people in your team and sell products. Like you have to actually have relationships with people. It's kind of what I was saying before, like um, people buy things from people, right? And if everybody is doing the same method, then you don't really stand out. And so I think that's kind of the difference. It's like you trying your best to really be your own voice, but like build and care about people. I always say like put service on the forefront of your mission when you're building a network marketing, when you're trying to support people, like have the people's best interests at heart, enter conversations already going on in the, in the mind of your ideal prospect. That's how you're going to really be able to recruit people and sell. I think that that's probably the biggest thing. So now really transitioning, just kind of as a recap, transitioning your content over to video form, and then also finding a way to really build relationships with people in the best way that you can, you know, reach out to them and really care about what's going on in their life, connect with them, ask them questions, um, and uh, be interested, not interesting. Yes, I love it. And it's funny that you brought up 2017, because that was the year I actually joined network marketing. So I, you know, I did all those Hey Girl messages, I had the scripts. We have to ditch the pitch. If you have a script, if you know exactly what you're going to say to somebody, like, should be a, that's a red flag. You shouldn't because number one, like, every conversation, every relationship is so unique and different. And if you're treating everybody the same, that's it's so wrong. So it's really like you said, it's all about the relationship. And I love that we are doing videos because it is so, so easy to consume and you can say the same thing in different ways. And we know most people, they need so many exposures before something clicks and before they realize, okay, you know, Steph said this before, or, you know, maybe now they're, they're in that mood, really understanding and wanting to take that time and ask the questions, but maybe they weren't in the right frame of mind. So showing up constantly and tweaking how you're saying things. I love it. It's so amazing. So literally everything that social media is turned into right now with video, you're able to number one, show your personality. And that's what I love about this because yeah, people are not really buying your products. Sure they are, but they're buying you first. So it's so important to show up and be yourself mm -hmm. and ditch the friggin' pitch. I'm just, I'm so over that. 
I love that ditch the pitch. I'm going to put that all over my, uh, my training notes and stuff. I love that. It's so, so true, right? It's so, so true. And I think as well, keeping in mind when you try these new methods that it's not going to be instant. I always say give any kind of new strategy a minimum of 30 to 60 to 90 days before you decide to get rid of it and, and write it off. So a lot of the time, like we'll try it, maybe perhaps you, you're taking notes right now and you're going to try everything that's what I say. Um, give it time to actually be able to see results with it, right? Like don't just start building rapport with people for two days and be like, it's not working. No one said yes. Like it's going to take time. Stick around for the fruits of your labor. Um, it'll be worth it. And also it's better to be able to connect with people because then you can have Conversation, you know what you're going to talk about, you can have a conversation with people. You can, it's just a better overall experience. So, thank you for sharing that. Ditch the pitch, I love it. Um, right. I have another question for you, um, Steph. So, when it comes to social, social media in general, like when it comes to posting reels, do you have anything that you feel like network marketers need to know when it comes to posting reels or like top tips around reels? Oh, okay, so even that <laughs> when reels first launched they were all like me, me, me content, like my personal content. It was why I'm doing it, why you should do it, all this stuff. It was, it was all about me. Mm -hmm. And truthfully, people don't really care about you. Like, sure, the glitz and the glam is all great, but they can't visualize themselves doing all of those things, having the confidence, doing all of that. So you almost need to work backwards, right? Like mm -hmm. up how you think that person would you know visualize them showing up right and that's why a lot of the reels that i've been doing especially recently are mm -hmm. about the stigmas and the icks and keeping it real right yeah. like one reel where it was um all the friends that said yes to me and then i turn over and it's like nobody <laughs> and it's so true like mm -hmm. like pretty th that one was good but like, it's the truth, right? And you have to be so honest because this is not an easy business. The concept is brilliant. It makes so much sense. It's not easy because it's all mindset, right? Yeah. So when it comes to reels, you just have to make it about the person and add the most value and keep it real. I love it. Keep it real. It's so true. And I agree with you on it being originally like me, me, me content. And I think that Again, as any when any kind of um, new feature is released on a platform, especially Instagram, it gets overdone a lot, and then eventually we start to get sick of um, sick of things, right? Like pretty easily. Like close friends was cool, but now I don't see hardly as many people using it as before. Even trends are starting to become less interesting on Instagram Reels because everybody's doing it. So now it just feels like it's harder for people to, to stand out with people and stuff like that. So I, I agree. Um, definitely start focusing on how you can over deliver and value for the people who are going to be consuming your, uh, your content, all short form video. And I would just want to add on a little tip for you guys as well. On top of that, you want to create scroll stopping reels. So if you don't know what a scroll stopping reel is, you can do this test for yourself. Go and spend like five minutes when you're scrolling reels on the reels section of Instagram. Just like set a little timer and for every reel that you stop personally on, like double heart it or like it. And then when the timer's up, go back and look at all of those reels that you liked within that five minutes. 
Those are all scroll stopping um, pieces of content. Those caught your eye and there's a good chance that there's a hook in there that you can use or there's something that attracted you are attracted to so you can go and recreate that or use it for inspiration. So that's something to keep in mind as, as well too. Like scroll, scroll stopping content is key. The attention span of us users on Instagram especially is like less than three seconds now. I think it was like six seconds last year and now it's getting shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. Um, and so short form video is like the way to go right now. If you haven't even jumped into reels or haven't jumped into short form video, I would highly recommend that you do. Um, but make sure you add a hook in there um, because it's super, super important. Yeah. yeah. Jump on that. Like I just thought of that too, because even when you're messaging and having conversations with people, let's say about your business or your opportunity, you have to literally grab someone's attention within like the first 10 words that you say, otherwise you lost them. So not only are you really trying to lose the script, because if you have a script, that's already the 10 words you've already exceeded that, mm -hmm. that word count, but you have to literally make it about them. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. The more you know about somebody, the more you've actually taken the time to have a conversation and without even talking about your business yeah. as the first conversation, that will just set the tone. And guess what? The more you show up on social media, the more people are going to pay attention. Look at this person who actually didn't throw their business opportunity at me. This didn't throw product in my face. I'm, you know, I would want to buy from them because I like them. Mm -hmm. The big yeah. thing. Likeability is huge. And that's what's going to get you the followers. That's what's going to get you the sales. That's what's going to get you to grow a team. People really understanding that you are there to serve and not sell. And that's a huge difference. Yes. Always put serving before selling. And like naturally by default, you're going to get rewarded if somebody buys something that you recommend anyway. But it's like knowing in your heart that like you were able to transform someone's life or you were able to have even the slightest little bit of an impact is what is resonates through your content resonates to your business so I love that so so much um, we only have time for a couple more uh, questions so Steph is there anything else that you want to ask me what is your thoughts on third-party tools because I know that these were huge years ago what's your thought on it now third-party tools hmm do you mean third-party tools in a sense of like things that are gonna help support your business yeah. So let's say you're a newbie in network marketing mm -hmm. and you're still kind of training. You don't really have your story. You don't really have that belief yet. What would you, what would you recommend to those people? Well, I would highly, highly recommend that you join any kind of coaching. If you need additional assistance, that is for sure my number one suggestion, because here's something that I want people to understand. Okay. And I'm going to dive into the law of attraction. I'm going to try and keep it super, super short and sweet if I can. But this is so important for network marketers to realize. When you invest in yourself, okay, it's the best decision you can make because nobody can take that away from you. But as well, too, when you bet on yourself, you are in control of the results. And it's one of the highest returns on investment you can get because, you know, if you're willing to put in the work and bet on yourself, it will pay off. So that's part A. But also... What people need to realize and what you need to realize inside of the network marketing industry is as you start to grow on a personal level, that's when your business grows because your business will never outgrow your mindset ever, never, ever, ever. Every level brings a new devil. So you got to make sure that you have a bulletproof mindset to be able to build a bulletproof business. And so when it comes to like, I think of, um, if you've ever done any spiritual work, manifestation work or anything like that, um, this will make sense to you. But 
when we want to attract people into our business, right? Recruit people, sell products, etc. What's important to remember is that the more valuable you become, the more people become interested in you. And so as you grow and the more you have to offer and the more you have to serve as a leader and as a business owner, the more that people flock to you. People want to get to know you. People want to know what it is that you can give them to serve them. And so I always get so confused when people don't want to invest in yourself because like, it's only going to make you more valuable and infinitely help you sp support your growth in a stronger way and help you grow your business in a better way. So if you ever get nervous about investing in yourself, even if it's like a $5 ebook or investing in a, a mentor or a trainer, that's just something to keep in the back of your mind. Like it's going to help you become infinitely more valuable, which allows you to give more to your business, to give more to your team, to give more to other people um, and attract better and stronger recruits into your business. Okay, that was one part. The other thing I was gonna say is that third-party tools in terms of like making your life easier. Like there are so many different apps that exist in the world. I know when I was a part of network marketing, I was constantly using um, apps like Trello and Asana so I could plan my business, like literally step-by-step -step plan. Slack for team communication is really powerful. WhatsApp, having a Facebook group for your community is helpful as well. Like there's different things that you can do to maintain your growth. But I just think if you really, really wanna scale Big. Like for those of you who are watching this right now and you're like, I'm ready to go to the top one or two percent of my company, you gotta get organized. That's like the number one thing I think network marketers forget. You gotta get organized with what you're doing and what you're creating and how you're helping people so you can stay on track with the bigger goals that you're gonna be um, that you're gonna be working towards in the future. So yeah, that's kind of my take on it. What about you? That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, um, I was so big on using other people's stories and other people's things until I realized that people didn't care about strangers. They cared about you. So creating your own tool, you know, record a video of yourself that you've done. Doesn't even matter if you don't have this, you know, glamorous story behind you. Everybody has a story and you are what's going to inspire somebody to take that next step, not some stranger that you shared a story with, right? Mm -hmm. So that's my take on that is to have your own. doesn't matter where you're starting. Yeah, definitely. Like invest in yourself and take the time and energy to like create your own resources. And here's the thing that I think as well, you can keep in mind if you're brand new to network marketing or you have recruited somebody who's brand new because you can always pass all this information to your team. Remind people and yourself that people will be inspired by how you overcome your imperfections and people will be inspired by the journey that you take them on. Like people love seeing the behind the scenes of your life. They love seeing the startup phases of anything, right? You're going to be a beginner before you can be anything else. So before you can be good, before you can be great, before you can be an expert, you got to accept the fact that it's going to be a little rough in the beginning. But that solid like foundation that you're going to be building your business on, maybe it, it feels a little uncertain or you, you lack a little bit of confidence, like know that you're going to grow from that place, right? Eventually, you're going to level up. Eventually, as you start to become more knowledgeable in the space, as you start to sell more, as you start to recruit one, two, three team members and you get those small wins, things will change and um, you'll start to level up. So keep that in mind too. Beginning phase, it, it's, it's your it's such a short-lived experience. And I always wish I could go back to the beginning of my business and it's humbling to remember where you started, but just know that like, if you are committed to continuing growing on your own and committed to just really like leveling up on a personal level, the success will come and the progress will come along the way too. So 
Yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning into these do's and don'ts. If you guys have any questions, if you're from my community, make sure you go follow Steph, um, her account on Instagram, um, and keep up with all of her content. She shares so many amazing tips and just overall is like such an engaged human. Like I always learn so much from you on stories because you're so good at like engagement and just all overall bringing community and people together. So oh, I love you. I am so inspired by you on a daily. So hearing you say that oh my god love it <laughs> well we love you guys take care um this video will be up on our on my page and then we'll send it over to Steph she can put up on, on her page too and if you guys have questions do not hesitate to reach out but thank you again and we'll see you soon bye thank you so much for listening to this episode if you enjoyed it and you want to stay connected with our global network community check out the links in the show notes